0: I've got a very famous sneeze. I've got the reason we should all go to Iceland.
1: Welcome to Date Fight. It's the 1st of February. We're
0: finally out of January.
1: It is finally <laughs> over. It's done. The longest month I have ever yes. known.
0: And we are finally free of the tentacles of the European Union.
1: Too right, mate. Haven't I been saying since this podcast began? Ah, oh, I had the most you brilliant night last night you could ever imagine.
0: Oh, yeah. what you do? What'd you go up to?
1: I had this massive photo of Nigel Farage printed off. Oh, Yes. Uh, I'll leave it there.
0: <laughs> I defecated roundly and completely for the solid three hours. <laughs> it was most enervating.
1: Oh, it's so hard. Right! <laughs> Uh, It is the podcast where we take great moments that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against
0: each other. Stay on the rails, Jacob. Yes, he is Jacob. I am Nat Tapley and together we have chosen two of the books from the Library of History and have compared the best chapters
1: to see which is the most interesting. Uh, Can we judge on smell? Because I do like the smell of an old book. Yes.
0: Oh, I do like the smell of a spine. Well, glad you can smell mine. And books. Round one! Right. Let's go to the first of February. 1327. The 1st of February, 1327, saw the coronation of Edward III. Hooray! Edward III, what a good king. He beat the French, he beat the Scots. He was a Uh, A king we like to think of as good. But he only became king on the 1st of February 1327 because his mother had kidnapped his father and put him in a castle somewhere. So Edward II (laughs) was lying in a castle somewhere because Edward III's mum, Isabella, uh, with her, let's say, friend, Roger Mortimer, had got rid of Edward II. Edward II had been unpopular for a long time. The second had been popular even from before he was king. He had a very, very, very good friend called Piers Gaveston, um... And they were such good friends... Piers is always
1: a a promising name, I think.
0: (laughs) They were such good friends that Edward I, Edward II's father, sent Piers Gaveston away so they couldn't be near each other anymore. Was
1: it like a school trip? I'm splitting you two
0: up. (laughs) It is. I'm splitting you two up. You're going to go in France and you're going to go in Westminster and don't go near it. Don't even look at... Stop looking over your shoulder at him. Uh, uh, uh. He's making me laugh, sir. Are you chewing? Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's Piers Gaveston, or as I call him, Piers Gaviscon, because the country just couldn't stomach him.
1: <laughs> um, that doesn't really work, though, because it's, it's if your stomach is upset, you take Gaviscon, isn't it? Oh, so...
0: no. He's the opposite. Yeah. He's... <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh. oh, well. Doesn't matter. Um, so after Edward the First died, Piers Gaveston came back and said, hello, now you're king, we can be friends again. Um, at which point, the barons. Um, sent him away. Again, he was exiled because none of the barons wanted to give Edward II money. No-one liked Edward II. David I kept invading from Scotland. The barons didn't like him. His French wife wasn't that fond of him. There, Not many people liked him. And so he kept bringing his best friend back because he was the only person who did like him. And everyone kept sending him away again. And in 1312, they killed him! Wow. They killed Piers Gaveston <laughs> and um, Edward, <laughs> Edward II sat around being sad for a few years. Yes, so the barons killed Piers Gaveston. Edward II lost Bannockburn, Isabella went back to France to sign a peace treaty, but then refused to come back, she didn't like her husband so much. Then she did come back when she was allied with Roger Mortimer, who'd been exiled, and Edward II fled to Wales, which wasn't a good idea, because she then said, right, quickly get Edward III on the throne, get the son on the throne. So at 14 years old, he became, 18, uh, he became Edward III, and his father um, was left languishing in Berkeley Castle in Wales, uh-huh. where in September he managed to kill himself to death somehow. Accidentally. Uh, rumors are he had a red-hot anus. Nope, he didn't. <laughs> he had a re- <laughs> you said it. a red-hot poker inserted into his anus. That's what the Chronicles say. That's history. Oh. Uh, there is another story that he escaped, and the actual person who had a poker up the bottom was the uh, guard of the castle, and he escaped to the continent, and he lived there as a hermit. Um, and when Edward III visited the continent uh, later in the century, he met someone called William the Welshman, who everyone thinks may have been, actually been his father in disguise. Anyway, nobody knows, but the coronation of <laughs> Edward III was on 1327. Uh, three years later, Edward III killed uh, Roger Mortimer for having killed his father. Um, and That's terrible, because he was the best Bond. Yeah. <laughs> He killed Roger Mortimer, blamed him for his father's death and kept his mother to the side for a while. And that's how we got Edward III. Ta-da! I'm going to go to the 1st of February. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: 1893. Ooh. And Thomas A. Edison. Mm. Come on, it's Thomas Anne Edison, guys. <laughs> uh, finishes construction of the first motion picture studio. Ooh. Ever! Yes. It's in... New York. What's the home of the movies? New York. West Orange, New Jersey. Oh... And it's called the Black Mariah. That was its nickname anyway. <laughs> it cost a monumental $637.67 to build. Wow. That's $15,000 in today's money. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like, you know, I don't know, what would that be, like £150,000? Yeah. Uh, the Black Mariah was a tar paper-covered dark studio room. It had a retractable roof. Yeah. And it was, according to the people who worked there Small and very uncomfortable (laughs) Like Ronnie Corbett Uh, It was two two of Edison's employees W.K. Dixon and Jonathan Campbell Who who gave it the name Because it reminded them of uh, Black Mariah's The the police fans Uh, Because they were also cramped stuffy And of a similar black color Which they seemed to to know about Mm. Edison himself Sort of classic, classic manager Kind of very Brentian Was like um, we should call it the doghouse. Oh, I'm just going to the doghouse, lads. The... Yes, yeah, Black Mariah, mate. Doghouse. Let's call it the. I thought of it. I, I'm the inventor. I should invent the name. Doghouse, guys. Yeah, it's a Black Mariah, mate. <laughs> uh, the first film that he shot there. So, it, so it was set up today mm-hmm. uh, by May he was showing films at the Brooklyn Institute of Arts and Scientists, mm-hmm. Sciences and they had a film on it was pretty wild it was three people pretending to be blacksmiths lovely but other stuff he shot there included uh, magic shows, plays, vaudeville performances with dancers and strong men, mm-hmm. acts from Buffalo Bill's Wild West Show, various boxing matches and cockfights and scantily clad women. What I'm saying is he didn't just invent cinema; he invented the internet,
0: <laughs> content-wise. Well, if we just had some cats there. that
1: <laughs> yes, would have been, would have been <laughs> my 11-minute reel of cats. Uh, one of the first. Things he did that has survived and you can actually see online is called Fred Ott's Sneeze. <laughs> it's from eighteen ninety-four and it's a silent film featuring Fred Ott sneezing. He takes a pinch of snuff
0: and sneezes. Okay, Fred Ott's Sneeze has done hugely well. What are you gonna do next? What's your next one? Uh, a,
1: yeah, a cough. <laughs> yeah, something. Been <laughs> selected for preservation in the National Film Registry uh, of oh. the United States.
0: Fred Ott, star of the Fred Ott series. Yeah.
1: The uh, United States Library of Congress selected it, uh, finding it "quote culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant." Well, which? which? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it lasted until 1901. Then it got closed, and then he demolished it in 1903. And there's a uh, reproduction that you can see mm. uh, in West
0: Orange. Ooh, the end. So, But that is why, because he was in New Jersey, that's why Hollywood ended up in Hollywood, wasn't it? Because that's the furthest away you can get on the continental United States from New Jersey. And because everything was still under patent, those people who didn't want to pay Edison money had to be far enough away that he couldn't catch them.
1: Uh, Is that true?
0: Yeah, that's true. And the land was still pretty cheap and it was sunny so they could do outdoor shots all day long. It was always sunny. They went, right. It's definitely California. That's the furthest way we can get from Edison, so he won't catch us and ask for money.
1: I had no idea that was the. Ca- I, I thought it was just about the sunshine and the cheapness, but um, no,
0: nope, it's escaping copyright laws. dodging. Which, weirdly, for Hollywood, they've been pretty, pretty strict on pretty hot on nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Should we do the birthdays? No. Let's <laughs> go online. Let's just dance. Buy yeah. ourselves
1: a flight to Mexico, yeah. and do a massive road trip for like two weeks. We'll rent a car out there. Yes. We'll drive round. We'll look at, like, the Yucatan Peninsula and Chichen Itza and all of that stuff. Yeah. And we can drink tequila. We'll eat loads of, like, savoury food made with chocolate because that's wild. Mm. And, yeah, get really Mournets. drunk and party for two weeks in the sunshine,
0: Nat. Let's do that. All right. All right. Bye. Okay, I'll book. Um, apparently they're out of flights to Mexico. We could go to... In fact, we're not allowed out of the country, apparently, anymore. <laughs> birthday to the wizard who put the wand into One Direction. It's Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Happy birthday to Elizabeth Sladen. She was Sarah Jane Smith in the Doctor Whos that everyone claims are their favourite but no one actually watches. <laughs> and happy birthday to Terry Jones who would have been 78 today. Oh. Happy death day. Happy death day to Buster Keaton. Oh! Happy Now day- you're talking. Happy death day to Buster Keaton. He was the best he one. He was. By you can far. take your Charlie Chaplin and your Harold Lloyd and. Just throw them away.
1: Proper belly laughs, even now, 100 years on. Incredible. Yes,
0: if you can't be bothered to go out and find the original films, there are loads of YouTube compilations of people who've just taken the really good bits and stuck them all together, so watch those if you have to. But watch some of it, watch something. Yeah, but it's, it's so joyful watching
1: those films unfurl, the way their kind of momentum yeah. builds. Which is the one where... He was
0: the greatest. What's the one where he grabs hold of the car as it passes? And it's one of the most beautiful pieces of comedy I've ever seen. Uh, he just gets pulled off screen completely horizontally by the car.
1: I don't as know. It I mean, my favourite sequence is in Steamboat, Steamboat Bill Junior. When uh, the yeah. hurricane storm comes in, and uh, I mean, you'll recognise lots of shots. Oh yes, forks. him
0: well, that. The one where he's essentially tumbling over on his neck across the street.
1: He broke his neck. Not did not in that it? shot, but I think it was in the general. Mm. Uh, there's a scene where he's trying to refill uh, his steam train with water. Yes. And he pulls on the hose thing and the water just comes down yeah. on him and he drops down onto the tracks. Um, and, uh, like, months later, like a year later, he had to have a medical for the studio. Yeah. And the doctor said, oh, wow, when did you break your neck? And he said, I didn't break my neck. <laughs> And the doctor said, yes, it is. <laughs>
0: it's really and
1: broken. He was like, oh, yeah, that shot. Yeah, I was quite sore for quite a while after that. Oh. I think he broke every bone in his body. I could be wrong. That's amazing.
0: He gave it everything He did And you can tell in every fall he does There's a slight extra twist It goes slightly further than it should Yes Uh, Mainly through use of his amazing neck and shoulders Which twist him over on his head a lot (laughs) Um, Happy Death Day to Mary Shelley She invented Frankenstein And was married to Shelley Um, And Happy Death Day to Augustus the Strong The Polish-Lithuanian leader Who was insecure enough to have to be called Augustus the Strong (laughs) (laughs) That's the Death Days what you got okay
1: then mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you a choice
0: yes i love choice
1: you can have 1793 yeah or 1964 which would you rather
0: i would rather oh i'm sort of 5248 on this <laughs> um, <laughs> mate let's go for 1963. Your
1: decision that's all i ask
0: <laughs> let's go for 63 1963 64 64 oh, all right
1: 64 okay I'm obviously glad you chose that because 1793 was like France declaring war on the United Kingdom and the Netherlands and I didn't really know anything about it. I'd, you know, I'd be blagging that. Whereas, 1964, yes, the Beatles have their first number one hit in the United States with, I want to hold your hand. The beginning of Beatlemania, is it? That was the beginning of Beatlemania. This is when it all kicked off. It was on this day in 1964. And uh, they sort of never looked back. Hmm. So if you look at, like, the follow-up hits to that in the States, all of these went to number one. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
0: you chose this yep. This is what I wanted uh,
1: <clears throat> So after I want to hold your hand There was who's bum, any bum <laughs> Lady Lapis, Lazuli, Colours, Corals, casually. <laughs> what do the blue ones do? That was mm. a good one And there was actually <laughs> I want to hold your kidneys in my hand Which was the original If you... It scans better. It's so yeah. I want to hold your, your kidneys, kidneys in, in my, my hand. hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like yesterday. Everyone famously thinks that originally the lyric for yesterday was scrambled eggs. Yeah. Um, it was actually bust a nut, which <laughs> didn't then have the same connotations that it has today. It's talking about cracking open a, cracking a nuts Brazil nut it, yeah. or whatever. Any kind of nuts, just busting it all over the shop. Uh, so well done. <laughs> <laughs> well done shop. the Beatles.
0: <laughs> Lovely. Okay. I'm, sorry. I'm gonna take I You just to... needed a day off and there's no option. <laughs> I'm gonna take you to February the first to Two thousand and nine, when Johanna Sigurðardóttir mm. became the first female prime minister of Iceland and the first openly gay head of government the world had ever seen. That's why Mum's gone to um, Iceland. Yep, because she's because gay. Because Dad is an inconsiderate <laughs> lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she came in in the aftermath of the banking crisis, which had crippled Iceland because the banks had a hundred and four no, a hundred billion of outstanding debt, oh. and the gross domestic product of Iceland was $14 billion. Oh. So there was absolutely no way they were going to bail out the banks because it was ten times the annual gross domestic product of the entire country to bail out the banks. So she decided not to. She let the bankers go to prison. She put 24 of the bankers in prison. They then separated the uh, domestic banking from the foreign banking. They let the foreign banks go under. They protected domestic... Um, The bank. So anyone who had a domestic deposit, so anyone who deposited their money in the bank, um, got to keep that. But if you had been um, a customer of the retail side of the banking industry, you probably lost all your money. Um, They kept all the social services. They, but they did. They cut uh, pay for public sector workers um, and devalued the krona hugely, and. They were probably the quickest country to recover from the banking crisis. Amazing! Um, by 2017, they had GDP of seventy thousand dollars per head, which is higher than the United States or Canada, and they were growing at five point five percent every year.
1: Good heavens! About
0: is Johanna Sigurs daughter in Iceland? Volcano. Yeah. Volcano. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Nah. Yeah. Volcano. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Volcano. More than one. Yeah, they 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 wrecked...
1: If we'd got out of Europe before the volcano...
0: Yes. We wouldn't have had to have all the ash. No, we wouldn't have had to have the ash. And also, I mean, in all seriousness, if, if you don't have your own... If they'd been part of the euro, they couldn't have devalued their currency. They would have ended up like Ireland or somewhere awful. Yeah. So... You know, it's important we get out now so we can devalue our currency, so it's utterly worthless. Well, I
1: think, you know, we're we're following the sort of uh, Bangladesh model, aren't we? It's just that we're a bit more local to Europe. It's very exciting. Great business opportunities. A lot of manufacturing returning to Britain uh, yep. in the form of sweatshops. Yeah, a lot of sweat people shops. using their
0: tiny fingers. Yeah. Tiny, nimble fingers. Mm-hmm. My, my kids, they spend all day on Fortnite when they could be using that Pick-o-come. thumb action to create garments for, yeah, the, uh, for the export well, uh, trade it's
1: all coming back mate it's all coming back don't worry about it uh, I think we should definitely stop uh, thank you very much what for your company uh, on the side you're part of the yes. special special team the special squad uh, who uh, thank you listen so to much. us over the weekend we, we love you yes weekend squad uh, thank you uh, we'll be back tomorrow when we'll have the final results of this week's statement mm. have you voted yet you've only
0: got till 12 so
1: important to do the wild thing <laughs> why is Henning Venn coming oh Henning anyway. Venn thanks Henning oh no Henning what's Ven. happened here oh dear I'm using my yeah, bye, everyone bye everyone <laughs> uh, shut up so uh, <laughs> yes uh, it's at
0: date underscore fight on the twitter or well, facebook.com forward slash date fight please tell your friends to listen why not do that yeah. it's the weekend yeah. they won't have to listen to all the miserable January ones anymore yeah. it's all exciting new Brexit, Britain, upward, forward, looking, summit, uplands. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, blue passports. All right, we'll
1: speak to you tomorrow. Uh Oh, yes, we will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (laughs)